And you can tell someone what to eat. And I can give someone an eat and do not eat list all day long. But then they're just stuck in a diet and it needs to not be so black and white because this is real life. You're listening to the Almost 30 Podcast, a lifestyle podcast hosted by Krista Williams and Lindsay Simsek. Tune in for a new episode every Tuesday to hear our honest conversations about topics like wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and self-development with guests who are really smart, really inspirational, and really fucking funny. (laughs) It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. Inspired by our transition from our 20s to our 30s, we realized it's so much more than that. Our mission is to provide you with the tools, guidance, and motivation to help you navigate any transitions in your life and propel your personal growth. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Almost 30 Podcast. If it's your first time here, welcome. We are so happy you're here. You're coming at a great time. Great time. We're on the road. Great time. We're on the road. Catch us while you can. Catch us while you can. <laughs> Catch us at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I can't believe... Okay. So we're on tour. The mm-hmm. Almost 30 podcast summer tour. So, yeah. We've just been like on planes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've just been in Ubers or planes. Yeah. And I haven't felt clean once. Mm, I haven't felt like my my food game has been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> since the start, since my trip with my family in Montreal and then this, it's been interesting. Mm. I have not been good at all, but I don't really give a fuck. Over well, it. it's just like when you travel, like I definitely, my body just knows that it's different and it will not digest the way it normally does. Mm. Magnesium is so key. Yeah. It's like the magne- traveling with magnesium is so key for digestion when you're traveling. Mm-hmm. And those digestive enzymes from Silver Fern. Yeah, absolutely. So Silver Fern brand, who's one of our sponsors we work with, I bring their digestive enzymes um, every time I travel and it really helps with digesting food that I would normally eat. Totally. Love it. Yeah. 15% off, almost 30. You have to take it before you eat though. Uh Uh-huh. Which I always forget to do. Sometimes I take it on empty stomach. That's what you're supposed to do. No, and then I don't eat. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm just digesting my brain. (laughs) (laughs) but it really helps yeah it does but we had just such a an incredible time Mm -hmm. in toronto thanks to our guide kayla oh my god kayla shout out too much mcmanus is that how you say your last name i don't know it's very irish and she's so cute so cute so sweet such a go-getter she cool as fuck yeah so cool and her friends were so cool her friends were the best kids friends yeah um, we had dinner with them after the event. Man, the girls that came out were the realest. So fucking cool. And just so open. Oh my God, the things they shared, they were just so, oh, they got up They got up with us. Like mm-hmm. we, we and Krista and I were like up front and they came up and like spoke and shared. And it was just like really, really nice. So nice. Like, Everyone felt super safe. Like, and it was really intimate. People met new friends. Yeah. It's It was fun too, because I feel like everyone felt like afterwards leaving that whatever they were talking about was possible. You know what I mean? Like Yes. So like, we, d- we did a little workshop. We did a What's Stopping You workshop. Mm-hmm. 
And a lot of the girls had some incredible ideas and things they want to like bring into the world and like kind of mind blowing stuff that I was mm-hmm. like, wait, huh? I know. Like things that I could see. I could definitely see it. hundred percent. I'm like, this is happening for you. Yeah. And they left feeling like they really could do it. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That is enough. It was perfect. It was so perfect. Thank you to Lululemon. We love you guys. Thank you Mm -hmm. to Lululemon for having us in their hustle space. Thank you to all of our sponsors, um, especially Hum Nutrition for the tour. I mean, they are OGs and Mm -hmm. thebomb.com. If you haven't tried Hum Nutrition, please try them. They're so amazing. Yeah. You can use our code almost 30. Just casual drop. Marquee sponsor vibes. Yeah. They're the best. And then we had our Soul Cycle ride last night mm-hmm. in Toronto, which was so fun. Um, thanks to Jenna for teaching mm-hmm. and everyone who came out. Was, I haven't ridden Soul in so long. I was, I was a little rusty. Dying. So I can't teach in Canada. It's K- fun that I don't K-roll care issues. anymore though. I'm like, I don't really give a fuck to be on beat. Yeah. Yeah. When totally. I used to be like, I'm going to hurt myself totally. to stay on beat. I was coming off of being sick and my body was like, oh. This doesn't feel amazing. Oh my God. Heather, <laughs> one of our listeners, she's like, was Lindsay okay? <laughs> <laughs> I had a moment. She came up to me. She's like, I knew she was okay, but I just didn't know if she was okay. <laughs> I had a moment. Like, Dude, you hadn't really ridden like super hard since and, like, you were sick. And like, I'm going to ride. Like I'm going to yeah. actually ride because it's hard to fake it. And um, it kicked my ass. Yeah, man. It really kicked my Being ass. Being up there is hard. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can't wait to teach tonight. I know, I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm excited for class tonight. Yeah, I'm really pumped. So we're in Chicago right now. We landed in Chicago, the shy, my old home. Um, we're at my friend Kristen's right now in her apartment, which is the best. And we have our Soul Cycle ride tonight. So this will be released after our Soul Cycle ride, but mm-hmm. that one's sold out. It'll be really dope. We just made the playlist. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Scratch. Do I have a, do I have a seat? Okay. You do. Good. You do. Um, and then we have Chicago tomorrow. But anyways, enough about us, enough about everything that's going on. Let's get into this episode. Yeah. This episode is such a good one. We are so lucky. So lucky. Oh my God. Two cool babes. To the studio. We had uh, Kelly Levesque and Simone from Body About by Simone. Simone's I mean, ass is fucking out her, of this world. Her- Body. Her body. I mean, Kelly too. Both, uh, both of them out are of this just world. So beautiful inside and out. Yeah, man. And obviously, Kelly is one of our dear friends. Um, hustlers too. Hustlers. I like that. And I didn't, you know, I didn't know what to expect. Like, from, like Simone's like big time too, and I was just like a little. I was a little nervous, mm-hmm. and she was like the sweetest. She was real grounded, but like real ground, yeah, mm-hmm. real grounded, real grounded. Mm-hmm. And then we just love having Kelly on. She just yeah. is like our ride or die, and we love that she just goes with the flow with our questions. Literally, we're talking about like something, and then, and then I'm like, "Hey, what do you think about alcohol?" Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to make sure that we answered some of the questions that you asked us in the secret almost thirty Facebook group. We kind of go all over the place with these babes, but yeah. we talk. This is like a fitness and nutrition episode. Yeah. They just came out with the new Body by Simone app, which has a nutrition component, which Kelly has created. She has like a bunch of recipes if you're vegan, right? Is it vegan, vegetarian? That's a good question. Probably vegetarian. Yeah. There's... I don't know if it's vegan or vegetarian, but she has like a, just a bunch of recipes that are exclusive to the app, which is rad. Yeah, it's 
It's a really good app. I've been doing it a lot. I really love it. Love Body by Simone. Um, and so now if you don't have a Body by Simone near you, you can try it. Mm-hmm. Just so great. But yeah, we talk about all the things. And later in the episode, a surprise announcement from Kelly Levesque. So stay tuned. Oh, yes. Yeah. Stay tuned. This made my day. Yeah. This made my motherfucking day, y'all. Oh, and there's another surprise announcement for our LA babes. Huh. July 25th. Oh yeah, tell them. July 25th, baby. We have an event with Kelly Levesque and Charity Lighten of Silverfern Brand. Are you fucking surprised that we're having an event? <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Do you guys want to, do you guys want to jump off oh, cliff? Jesus Christ. Um, okay, but our LA, our LA family was asking about our next event and this one's going to be awesome. So it's with our friend, mm. friends from Sage Wellness. It'll be at the Sage Wellness on Abbott Kinney, our favorite space to host events. And then it is sponsored by our friends at Silverfern Brand. So Charity and Kelly at Silverfern Brand are good friends of ours. And we really love their products. We believe in their digestive enzymes. We use their endurance energy regularly. Their new protein powder is out of this world. It's so good. Um, so we're really excited to have an event where Kelly's talking about health and nutrition and then Charity is talking about um, digestive and gut health. So we will have um, Kelly talk for a little bit, Charity talk for a little bit, and then we'll do Q&A with them. So you can really dive deep into all things related to gut health and general nutrition. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. Um, so excited. All right, guys. Um, oh yeah, so- tickets are on our website. Yes, on our website, always. Can we read that one review before we go? Oh, sure. Almost30podcast.com, by the way, is our website. Um, Yeah, so we just got the sweetest review. Best. Freaking teared up. They feel like your girlfriends, five stars. I have too many great things to say about this podcast. One, good start. (laughs) One, I listen to this on walks and in the car and I feel like my best friends are with me. I crack up laughing and love learning about new things with them. Two, the impact of episodes like Genius Foods, Manifesting and Relationships on my life is immeasurable. I always learn something new with these gals and their guests and my life is better for it. Three, all of their sponsors are legit. I've bought three things so far because of Kristen and Lindsay's suggestions. Krista and Lindsay's suggestions and they all rock. I'm talking to you, Four Sigmatic, Branch Basics and BioClarity. So promo code almost 30. Yeah. Number four, this is the most important one. (laughs) Krista and Lindsay are equally as kind, warm, funny and awesome in person as they are on the podcast. She forgot pretty. (laughs) (laughs) I attended one of their LA events and truly terrified and was truly terrified it was going to be packed with typical LA stereotypes and no one would talk to me because I was alone. I was so, so wrong. All of the women there were amazing, especially our lovely hosts. They are the real deal ladies. So you need to listen to the podcast and you need to go to one of their events. I'm so thankful for Almost 30 and its impact on my life so far. And I can't, I can't wait to keep listening. Amy from the United States. Oh. Oh. Amy, thank you, honey. Amy, thank you, honey. Keep them coming, guys. Those are so kind. Damn it. If this has made any impact on your life, please let us know by writing a review. Please. (laughs) Please Um, let us know. No, we're so grateful. Thank you, Amy. That really means a lot. All right. We're going to go cry. You guys go listen to this episode. Enjoy. See you in the Facebook group. We love you. Patty Pesimum. Bye. (laughs) We're so good at interrupting each other today. Oh, sorry. It's me. Okay, great. I love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Everyone, we got to touch the crystal. Oh, yeah. This is lapis. So it'll open up our throat chakra. I love that you guys did it. And then we speak our truth.
<laughs> We're going to tell all your secrets. And I programmed the crystal this Look morning. Look at our manicures. So I know. I feel like we have like <laughs> squeaky high squirrel voices. I know. <laughs> I know. We know Lindsay doesn't. <laughs> yeah, Lindsay's good. <laughs> Lindsay, um, your voice sounds normal. Thank you. <laughs> no, truly, the yeah. last time we recorded, I probably oh, didn't have honey. a voice. That was you were like sexy 900 number. That was back in the day. I struggle with vocal notes. I don't know, like teaching, do you ever experience Just vocal stress? Just if I stress? get dehydrated, exactly. then I'm like, uh, Exactly. Yeah. So that was back in the day, but Dang, good throwback. I Kelly, I have to tell you, um, it was so cute. I was with Justin's parents like a couple weeks ago. She's like, I'm doing this thing. She's like, I read this book and it's amazing. It's changed my life. I'm like, what is it? She's like, it's called Body Love. She's like, Kelly, that could change my life. I just said it to my um, mom. I totes could have I told you like, about that a yeah, long time ago. I was thinking, <laughs> I'd like text her for you if you want like a signed one. This is a plug for my uh, podcast, but I talked about that a long yeah, time ago. I was like, I could send you the link if you want. It was so sweet. Like she's such a Aww. sweetheart and she like, I love the moms. Yeah. I just sent my mom for Mother's Day and she called me today. She's like, I was like, mom, what are you doing? She's like, I'm reading. I swear to God, this is actually true. It's weird that Justin's mom did that. She's like, I'm reading Body Love. No. She's like, well, she's, I think that generation, it's really hard for them to like mm-hmm. solve the day-to-day issues that they're having health-wise. Mm. It seems like too much to handle. Yeah. You know, because they're in their own routine. So... You know, something as simple as the Fab Four is like really can rock their world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you no. told my mom to have like avocado, she was like, <laughs> like she's still low but fat. In a smoothie? Literally. Like, she'd be like, are you mad? <laughs> Literally. I know. <laughs> she like has a box of special K. She's like, I can never do that. She's like, I'm doing the commercial special K diet. Oh my God, do you yes. that? I did that in college. Mm, same. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. I did a uh, slim fast with nice. the shakes. Oh, um, that's good. the candles. <laughs> 250 calories for breakfast. Oh. How long have you guys been friends? Yeah, like tell us your story of meeting. Uh, we met at the Pally House Hotel. We Cute. were, I mean, I've known Simone way before that, yeah. but like um, Chalkboard Magazine, Su- Suzanne, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah, yeah invited so us to like be on a panel. It was sort of about like travel and how you like get back on track or how you eat healthy when you travel or how you work out or like good for jet lag. And so we were both on the panel with a couple of other people. I actually don't remember who else was on that panel. <laughs> just you and me. Yeah. I just like remember meeting Simona yeah. and we kind of just bonded there. Oh. Yeah. And we had some overlaps with, I mean, Simone brought me in for um, revenge body, some revenge body peeps under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Love that. Yeah. So um, cool. we've had a couple of client overlaps and yeah, it's just easy. I think we're both pretty chill yeah. and we're grinders. So we're like, <laughs> hustlers. let's yeah. do this. How do we Truly. get it done? Yeah. <laughs> and now, yesterday, so, get it done yesterday. Yeah. You had the initial idea. Oh no, it was all Simone. Mm-hmm. Like her, she had this like, I mean, you can tell them your idea of like having yeah. the app, but. Yeah, I, I um, wanted to reach as many people as possible. And obviously online world is the way to do it. There's so many fitness apps out there and I really wanted to try and have something that was different. That's something mm. that stood out and nothing at the moment offers both fitness and nutrition or from, you know, a qualified nutritionist. And so I was like, okay, how do I, who do I want to have? And it was, it was like a no brainer. I was like, mm. of course it has to be this gorgeous woman next to me. So mm. I asked mm. her to, to jump on board and she said yes. And then um, 15 months of hard work really to put it all together, but 
It's pretty exceptional. I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. It's only one month in. So we're just learning uh, gradually. There's a lot of data to be examined because there's a part of it's artificial intelligence based on the people's um, feedback. Mm. And so we need like a couple of more months under our belt to really just now start to examine what that feedback is, what that data is, so that we can see, you know, what content people actually want, which mm. is brilliant because, you know, you make all this content, you're like, are people actually reading that? Or are people making that? Or are people doing that? those squats? You know, so, mm-hmm. so it's actually being able to go back and see what people are doing. So it's going to be a work in progress for, for forever now. It's like, oh God, sure. what have we got ourselves Always into? <laughs> Actually don't know your story, how you got into fitness. Mm-hmm. I would love for our listeners to learn more about yeah. that. So I was a professional dancer on Broadway um, in, in New York, obviously, and then the West End in London mm. and Australia prior to that. So I danced... Um, ever since I can remember, like from the age of three. It was my passion. I've always loved it. And I've done like about 18 shows. And I got to a point, I remember I had an aha moment. I was in a Broadway dressing room with a group of like ensemble dancers and everyone was bitching about, oh, you know, did you get this audition and so-and-so and this show's coming up. And I just had, I was like, I am done with this. Like mm. it's time I want to take the power I want to create something that's mine. I want to be my own boss. Um, so I think it's like a natural progression for dancers to do something with their body because we're so in touch with our our inner movement. And um, so I wanted to do fitness, but I also wanted it to be dance-related because that was my background. So I tried to create something that, for me, dance was always my therapy, was an expression of creativity. And I wanted people who are intimidated by the word dance to have to learn or to have the experience of what dance feels like and not feel the pressure of, oh my goodness, like I'm not dancing like the person next to me or I'm on my, I've got two left feet or I'm going the wrong way. It's like really, you know, not to worry about that, but to just have the joy of dance. But in the meantime, you look at dancers' bodies and you see, you know, they're using their full body all of the time. So it's an incredible workout. So it kind of was like the two things meeting together. It's like you get to do the fitness side, you can see the results and you have the joy and the beauty and the creativity of dance. So I started off, you know, in New York seven years ago, I got my first studio um, and I literally cleaned the floors. I was the manager. I was the front desk girl. I would clean the toilets. I would train seven hours a day. It was nuts. I had like a little blow up bed in the office and I would like pass out wow. <laughs> there and then wake up the next day at 6 a.m. and start all over again. Did so, you know you were in it? Like, did you know, did you have that vision or was it just like a day by day kind of just working, chipping away at what you thought would be something bigger. Yeah, I had no idea. Like looking back now, I had no idea that I would be where I am now seven years later. But at the time, I was just totally fueled by passion. Mm. And, Mm. you know, there's something when you're on stage, it's very selfish. It's like, you know, look at me. But being a trainer, it, it becomes so much about, you know, giving to, you know, to the other person, it's therapy, you know, you are a therapist really. Um, And so for me, I was just like, I just wanted to help people. So that was my drive. And so every morning I just wanted to get up and do that. And I was like, if I'm coming from that pure place of passion, then everything else is just building outside of that. And it's just, it's like so cliche because people say to me, oh, you must have had a business plan or did you have a business degree or, you know, and I'm like, no, I'm a little blonde dancer who can count to eight, Um, (laughs) you know, but it just, it would just, it was just the path that I, you know, needed to be on and it just felt right. And 
I remember still thinking about the first time I signed the lease for the New York studio. My hand was quivering. So I was like, how am I going to pay this rent? You know, mm-hmm. I was absolutely terrified. But you just do what you have to do and you just work hard. And, you know, that corny saying, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, you know. And also like, it's like, you, know, you just have to work, you have to hustle. So. Mm. And so how long did you have that studio before you expanded, before you were like ready? Um, I think I had the New York one for three years. And then I uh, obviously have a lot of celebrity clients and they all live here in Los Angeles. So I was finding that they were flying me over constantly. I was coming over here to work with them on movies and I wasn't spending a lot of time in New York. I was spending more time going back and forward. I thought there's, there's such a need, you know, to have a studio here in, um, you know, in, in LA. So the idea was that I was just going to come over and open a studio and then I'll move back to New York. But, you know, I mean, you be in the sunshine and palm trees every day and life is, is easier and you can actually get a new car and drive somewhere. It's like, oh, New York, you can stay there. I'll have someone else run it. And then, you know, I had West Hollywood and then I opened Brentwood. Mm. Yeah, we need you on the West Side. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you always have, um, were you always like in your body? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is your really, like, I know as a dancer, there can be a lot of pressures mm-hmm. in performing. So like, what has your evolution been, like your relationship with your body? It's It's interesting all I wanted to do was be a classical ballet dancer. That was my absolute dream. And obviously that can be a quite toxic world. There's a lot of eating disorders. You know, you weighed in every morning, you measured constantly. Um, So I auditioned for the Australian Ballet School. That was like, you go to the ballet school and then you go into the company. And I was training like eight hours a day as well as going to school. And I remember I got this audition and it was set. It was my time to go in. I walked in and it was like a meat market. They're like, stand face front, stand face side, face back, face side, and okay, and thank you. And so you didn't even get to dance. Like I was dismissed on my body type without even being able to show my talent. And that was just like such a shattering moment at 15. It's Mm. like, what do you mean? You know, I don't even get to show you what I do and you're saying my body type's not right. You know, my shoulders are too square. My torso was too long. My legs were too short. And so I think that was another aha moment for me. I was like, okay, this is not, you know, the ballet world is not for me, which is such a blessing now when I look back at it. I'm glad so many of my friends had eating disorders or injuries or, you know, very short careers. You know, I'm 43 and I still feel fabulous and still think I've got many years in me and in my body left. But it was a good moment to go, oh, okay, I'm going to embrace the, the body that I have um, and try and teach other women to embrace the bodies that they have because there's going to be a niche for you wherever that is. Um, and there's something so powerful about a woman who's in her body, who owns it, who owns her strength, who owns her physique. Mm. So I think at 15, I really had, that was my first kind of, you know, turning point. And then from there, you know, I just worked, I ended up doing musical theatre, which brought me so much joy. It was so fun and so entertaining. So I still got to dance, but it wasn't such the strict world of, you know, classical ballet. Um, And then obviously, you know, and then moved into fitness after that. Wow. How has your relationship between you and Kelly, has your idea of nutrition changed? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we have very similar beliefs. And that's one of the other reasons why I was attracted, you know, and wanted Kelly on board. Because I think it's important to set realistic goals for people and also don't tell them like, let's get some herb from, you know, the Himalayas and crush it. And, you know, like who's who's doing that? You know, who one has the money to do that all the time to do that? So let's, let's say realistic things that people can actually keep 
grasp, you know, hold of and do. So, you know, I thought, I, I think I've always eaten well, but I have to say now I'm just a Fab Four smoothie junkie. Like mm-hmm. every day I get up and make my smoothies and I literally, I have your your book there and I'm like, which one will I make today? Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's really become a, a huge part of my life. Um, I always say to people like when you can eat real food rather than, you know, having a protein shake or a protein snack or, you know, the bars. But I think with um, with people trying to lose weight, it's really great to have like two meals and then a smoothie or for someone who's so active, you know, you can't eat and digest a full meal. So a smoothie is perfect. So I, you know, I just think Kelly is incredible. Her knowledge is just ridiculous. Like I just sit there and go, um, when I hear her talk, I'm like, what do you mean? What does that even word mean? <laughs> but you break it down in a way that like is super um, understandable mm-hmm. and you can incorporate right away into your daily routine. And it's not too, in- I know what you mean though. Mm-hmm. The science starts to come out and like, okay, hold on. Let me like write down all the numbers. <laughs> Let um, me get the whiteboard. Yeah. But also yeah. that gives us like a clear why. Like Krista and I, like it's hard for us to incorporate routines if we don't know why we're doing it, you know? Well, I found that's like kind of the theme amongst a lot of clients. Mm. And it was funny when I first met Simone, she was basically eating the fat for She just you know, mm. maybe hadn't realized that I, it was like part of my categories, but, um, <laughs> or like the why. And so even just like sitting down with the, her revenge body clients or like any of the clients that I work with today, it, it, you can tell someone what to eat and I can give someone an eat and do not eat list all day long, but then I'm just a diet and they're just stuck in a diet and they don't know why. And there needs to not be, it needs to not be so black and white. Mm. There needs to be some gray area because there's going to be a time when you want a cookie or some dairy or a glass of wine or a martini. And you need to know like, well, how, what's happening to me internally and how can I either rebound from that or pick, make the right choices when I, when I do. And, and that's okay. Cause this is real life because mm. I really think it's about like being active, you know, whether that's dance and checking out our app or, you know, however you move and then eating clean and living life and enjoying it, right? I mean, there's such a balance that needs to be had. And so the categories I think are just helpful to help people create balance in their life, on their plate and in their biology, like through their blood sugar. So mm-hmm. what are you guys, so the relationship between um, exercise and diet, can you guys talk about that? So, you know, talking about that related to overtraining, related to um, how much you can consume if you're working out, you know, twice a day, once a day or whatever. Like, what are your guys' thoughts on finding a balance with your food and then exercise? Well, I would say food first and foremost. Um, you know, we can start with protein, for example, um, because it's the first, you know, category of the Fab Four. And you see, I see drastic variations in people's protein consumption. If I have someone who's raw vegan, that might be, you know, 40 grams of protein a day. And the government's going to tell you that should be the minimum, you know, mm-hmm. just to like maintain muscle mass and energy. And then if you go to bodybuilding.com, it might say oh, you should have, you know, two grams per pound of body mass. Mm-hmm. You know, for someone like me, if that's like 250 grams of protein, mm-hmm. no way. I'd be eating like 14 <laughs> chickens by the end of the day. Like that's a lot of protein, you know? Yeah. So um, I think there are variations in like what people need when it comes to to protein. But I would say, you know, a good rule of thumb there would be somewhere between like 0.4 and 0.5 grams 
per pound of body mass. And then if you're like a CrossFit, crazy weightlifting, Olympic weightlifter, maybe you're pushing towards like 0.75 or 8.8. But, you know, I think simply like looking at each of your meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner, what's like four to six ounces of protein, 20 to 30 grams, perfect. Mm -hmm. Like that's going to get you what you need to recover. I think Mm -hmm. there's like, was a really big push back in the day that people needed all this protein. And Mm -hmm. we don't need as much as, as we thought. Um, but you need like a little bit of a balance and that's where it comes down to like your bio individuality. So like Simone just said, you know, maybe she's not going to sit down to a four egg omelet before she goes and jumps around on a trampoline. (laughs) There's going to be scrambled eggs on the floor. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have to know your body and, and do you have a hard time digesting protein? And maybe you do a fasted workout, which is, by the way, is great for body mm-hmm. comp. And then you fuel up after. Mm-hmm. And then if that's a real meal and you kind of start to understand like how long does it take your body to digest protein? And you should you should be feeling fine within like 90 minutes to two hours and not tasting your food. And if you are, mm-hmm. then maybe I sit down with a client and say like, hey, can we get you some digestive enzymes or some hydrochloric acid? Or there might be some stress that you're having that's affecting your digestion that's, again, bio-individuality is just kind of like listening to yourself instead of relying on the internet or a blog or something to tell you like, no, I need to be hitting these macro numbers. Mm -hmm. Because I think the whole idea of macros are, I mean, I just have clients that come to me that have met with someone and they're like, I'm supposed to be meeting this number of grams Mm -hmm. a day. And I'm like, whoa, how about we just take a breather listen to our yeah. body and like eat to feel full and just understand the things that make us feel that way. Mm. So love that. For the bio-individuality piece, do you recommend any tests? Um, any tests that you love? Yeah, I mean, well, you can do um, like Cyrex food allergy mm-hmm. tests that would tell you what you might be allergic to. Some people are allergic to um, proteins and and dairy, like whey and casein. Some people are allergic to eggs. Generally, I mean, I don't really have anyone who is allergic to red meat, fish, or chicken. Shellfish comes up. Um, But, you know, that's really more of like a personal choice if someone's deciding to be Mm plant-based. But I actually, you know, I think with, I'm going to do a plug here because I've just had a lot of people watch What the Health and all of these Mm -hmm. Netflix documentaries, Forks Over Knives, Knives, you name it. And I just have to say like a lot of these, documentaries are based on a producer or an investor's opinion about something and finding data to support it. Do I think industrially raised proteins in the United States are healthy? Like, no, I don't think that the use of all of our water to to make wheat and corn is like great for the environment. And I don't think industrial feedlots are either. But if you're interested in like how the world works and you think about places like New Zealand or Australia where they have pasture-raised animals, little Australia plug for my little Australia, (laughs) where they have pasture-raised animals that literally are eating the grasses and they're basically keeping all of that grass at a, at a good height and then sort of like defecating there mm-hmm. and, and building up the soil full of minerals and that that's increasing the nutrition in those plants. And then like the pa- pasture-raised animals are healthier because of it. Mm. The other plants growing on that land yeah. are healthier because of it. Like mm-hmm. these are all, this is the way the world stays healthy. And so a great documentary to watch would be The Magic Pill. Oh yeah, I just started that one. That's mm-hmm. a phenomenal one. And that kind of gives you an idea of like, what happened years before we decided to industrialize? So, you know, back to the testing, I would say food allergy testing. If you have a hard time digesting your food, you might want to get a, um, do a stomach acid test to find out if you have low acid. So a lot of people who have acid reflux actually have 
most of the time either a food allergy or low acid mm-hmm. and because you need a certain pH, low pH level to mm-hmm. kind of seal off the sphincter between your stomach and your esophagus. So if it gets low enough, that little flap closes really tightly and you have no acid that comes back up your throat. But if you're stressed out and your acid production is low, we can have acid reflux, mm-hmm. but it's really not acid reflux. It's just an inability to create enough digestive juices to have that really tight closure. Mm. And then on the piece of, so we talked about like what to eat to work, when to work out and stuff. How many more calories? Like, do you, I know we're not really like a calorie counting group here, but how much more can women be eating, you know, when they're taking your classes or they're working out six days a week? Like, what do you guys think about that? I will say there is something to be said about people who are really restricting the calories they eat. I think, you know, one of the things that I'm known for doing is increasing someone's fat intake to increase their, um, to make sure that they're not at a calorie deficit, to make sure that they're requiring their body to metabolize more fuel. And fat's a really easy way to do that because fat doesn't release insulin. And insulin is the hormone that blocks fat burning. So we can up our caloric load without blocking fat burning. And then all of a sudden you're challenging your body to not only in your workout classes, but you're challenging your body metabolically to say like, no, I'm not going to, you're not going to get to a place where we're eating seven or 800 or a thousand calories a day. Like you want to, you want to fuel and then you want to train. And then that training, you know, depending on what you do would give you more flexibility in your diet. Mm. And the exercise piece, what would you say, because especially in LA, you know, people are loving any type of workout that's different, that's trendy. Mm. And so I think the lines are blurred sometimes, like we were saying, kind of like overworking out. So mm. what do you recommend specifically with Body by Simone? Like how many times a week, um, but also how to properly rest and recover? Mm-hmm. So even like with, you know, some of uh, our celebrity clients who are working towards films, mm. the most I'll really get them to work out is an hour a day. You know, they might then have to go and do like fight training or something else, but you should be able to get in your workout in an hour. You know, you don't need to do two and three hours and four hours and all of this madness. So I think that's really, you know, important to know that if you just work at your full potential, you can get an incredible workout in in an hour. I think the other thing I say to every client is 80% diet, 20% exercise. So people, especially women are like, oh, well, I I did two classes back to back today so I can go and have that muffin or I can go and have that piece of pizza or I'll go home and have a couple of glasses of wine because I deserve it. You know, so it's like you can't reward yourself because you've done that exercise and then it's basically canceling it out as well. So it's really trying to teach people not to eat by, oh, what do I feel like today? But thinking about eating to fuel your body, yeah. especially when you're working out, like think about, you know, putting gas in the in the car so that it, that it can drive. Mm. Such a game changer. Mm. I've worked with Kelly and just in terms of like soul cycle and recovery and how I fueled my body before and after workouts, like I just felt like a different person, mm. you know? You yeah. So what was going on and what did you do? So normally when I would wake up in the morning, I would crave something sweet. So I would turn to fruit right away before um, I would teach early in the morning. And um, because I just kind of wanted to wake up, I needed like that little kick of Mm -hmm. whether it was an apple or banana to wake me up. And now I'm either doing a fasted workout, like teaching, or um, I'm eating like an avocado, um, just keeping to those healthy fats 
and it I'm satiated until at least mid-morning when I'll either do a smoothie or eggs with avocado and um, either turkey bacon or something like that, like a protein, because I wasn't eating a lot of animal protein, mm. which wasn't making me feel great. Yeah. Well, I think for someone who trains as hard as you, it really, you know, animal protein is a great source of B12. It's a great source of vitamin D. It's a great source of iron. Iron is what carries oxygen and nutrients to your cells. So when you talk about recovery, you need all of that. And um, it's a different type of iron that's in kale. So a lot of times you just see people like on the internet will say, oh, a pound of, you know, a couple cups of kale is better than like four ounces of steak. And it, you know, fine if we're just categorizing iron in general, but we're talking about different types of iron and like knowing that biology or knowing that how those things are different, like heme iron really translates to the iron in your body that can really fuel your cells. So Mm. recovery is super important when you're, I mean, for both Simone and Lindsay, like you guys are training people. You're, you're working out, not only are you working out to like hold the energy of, and of the room and the space, but you're doing it multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's, it's, it takes a lot more work in a vegan and vegetarian space. It's totally doable to fuel people the right way if they're training that much, but it's just a little bit harder. Yeah. I also incorporated um, more supplements. So I was like deficient in vitamin D so we did a vitamin D with, I think, was it fish oil? Omega-3 vitamin Omega-3, D. Yeah. yeah. Which has been really great. Because yeah. I noticed like my mood has changed a little bit. Just mm. no one would probably notice, but I, I notice it. Yeah. So that's really helped. I notice it. Do you? <laughs> Do you if anyone notices, I notice it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can glad. feel it. Thanks, Kelly. Yeah, you're like, yeah, so no problem. It's a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, relationships have seasons. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just reason and a season. I'm about to be done. <laughs> so for your workout, Body by Simone, like, mm-hmm. why do you think that it's the best workout? I want to talk about like different types of workouts for different bodies, and especially for women. Like, what workouts are good for them? What types of training should they be doing if they want to look like long and lean? Mm-hmm. So obviously, there's two parts to my business. There's the class the classes, Mm -hmm. the group classes, where you're going to get like four or five different varieties of class. And then the private one-on-one training where it's really catered to whatever that client needs. Mm -hmm. So yes, I'm known for dance cardio, but if I have a client that comes in and doesn't like to dance, I'm not going to make them dance. So we will, you know, look at other ways of doing cardio, whether that's through jump rope, using your own body weight, explosive movement, plyometrics, um, the trampoline, um, and then the classes, um, you know, you have the upper body, lower body, full body, the dance cardio and and the trampoline. And I think, to be honest, I'm not going to sit here and say, my my workout's the best and you should only do this and it's going to give you the best body because it's just, it, it, you just got to exercise. Like mm-hmm. uh, as a trainer, I just want people to exercise. So mm-hmm. if that's cycling for you, do it. If it's swimming, do it. If it's dance, do it. You know, you really have to find whatever connects with you and whatever you like motivates you. So I think, you know, I I just encourage people to work out. But my method, um, it's fun. It's always mixing um, different exercises up, challenging the body, challenging the brain. One thing that I do love and I do like to to promote about dance is that it's making you present Mm -hmm. in a workout. That's why I like it. Yeah. So, you know, like sometimes, you know, if I'm on a bike or a treadmill, I can go off into a Mm. meditative state and start thinking about what I'm going to cook for lunch or what I'm going to do. Where with dance, if you think about a cup of tea for a 
second, you're absolutely screwed because you've already missed the next step <laughs> and you're stepping on someone, you're going the wrong way. So the beauty about it is that it keeps you 100% present. It's um, making you use your brain to learn choreography. So I don't know about you ladies, but I'm I'm like, my memory has never been amazing. So it's Same. like, it's so good to actually challenge yourself to try and remember the dances. Um, coordination, you know, and the other thing is that it requires your full body. So obviously, you know, dances, the the strength comes from the core and the, the limbs move outside of that. So I think it's already beautiful that really focus on core strength. Mm. But yeah, you require your full body for it. So there's so many studies at the moment saying, you know, it's helping like um, early onset dementia, a lot of um, old people's homes, we call them in Australia, but, you know, um, they're trying to get people to learn to dance, mm. the elderly to dance and... Um, stop to, it stops the aging process, but I think it's just because it's fun. And then the trampoline is another really fun thing yeah, as well. Yeah, what are the benefits for that? I love that class. Yeah. Chloe and I took mm-hmm. it last mm-hmm. week. <laughs> you did? Yeah. yeah, the teacher was a listener. Yeah, she like so stopped me after class. She's like, I was dying. Her name's Lauren. She's I, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so, so sweet. I was dying that you were my class. <laughs> I was like, and you're like, I was good on the tramp as you would have thought I was going to be. <laughs> It's so challenging because you have to like engage in your core not to fall off, yeah. you know, and people are yes. intimidated by it. But I have to say in like the seven years that I've had the class, I've never seen anyone fall off. So, but it's <laughs> wonderful way. Yes. Let me be the first. So that will be do. I literally just pictured myself being <laughs> the person like, falling off. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. You have to like literally push your legs down. Yeah. Well, it's different. You know, when you were a kid, you used to like jump because yes. you're trying to get elevation, right? So mm-hmm. you'd be like, but this is opposite. Like it's called a rebounder because mm-hmm. you're supposed to rebound cool. into it. So you're supposed mm-hmm. to, you know, I say to people the visualization of like a tray of cookies or martinis or whatever your poison is mm-hmm. on your head and you don't want that to spill. So you want to try and stay grounded into the trampoline. But it's, it's you know, I used it a lot for our revenge body contestants because if you do have people who are, you know, with excess weight, they're trying to lose the weight and they have issues with their joints. It's a wonderful low impact you know, cardio. So you can get the heart rate up, they can burn calories, they can, you know, burn fat, um, but still protecting their knees, their hips and and their lower back. And then it's just childlike. It's fun and joyous. It's something that you can't help but smile when you're on it. Drains the lymphatic glands. Like there's a lot of, you know, um, So what are your lymphatic benefits. glands doing? Like why is it good to drain them, guys? <laughs> um, so your lymphatic system is a system of glands mm-hmm. and and they basically are all over your body. So when you get sick, like have a sore throat, you can feel them in your throat. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the only system without a pump. So it's actually only, the fluid only moves um, and it's called, you know, through interstitial th- fluid and through your lymph fluid, through your glands, if you are moving. So like cool. there are certain times when people are a little more stagnant and they can have buildup. And when you think about the toxins in your body, they're being neutralized by your immune system and they're being funneled to these glands. And then there are places like right by your mm-hmm. clavicle where it'll drop in to really be excreted. Like it's going to drop in and kind of find its way to your organs, like your either your intestines or your kidneys and your body is going to get rid of that stuff. But think about it. Sorry. It's a call to prayer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, but like if you don't move, you can't move that fluid. Mm, wow. And so, you know, you see people who are active and they look younger and yeah. they like are able to deal with 
the toxins that are they're ingesting, it's really because of movement. So just like to piggyback a little bit off of Simone not being as humble as she always is about her workout not being the best. Um, I know. I will, I will give a little bit of a plug because, um, you know, I think I when I work with clients, I'll see that I either have someone who's super into weightlifting yeah. and they're like a uh, hit training junkie where they're, you know, at least hit training is sort of getting them on a treadmill and lifting weights, but like they're either a gym person and they like to lift weights or they love cardio. cardio and junkie, all they yeah. do is go to SoulCycle. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It makes and, me so... I I, I probably promote other workouts more than I do SoulCycle, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's bad. I really hope yeah, that your is, boss is yeah. 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 But you know, well, it's not because I'm not, I don't, I'm not not promoting SoulCycle. Well, they're yeah. there. They're yeah. in the room. Yeah. And yeah. I usually always say like, take this week, you've, you know, come to Soul yeah. a few times, but like you have to balance. Yeah. Whether it's yoga, weight training, you know, a body by Simone type class where it's more freedom of the movement, not just stationary on a bike. Like you cannot take five classes in a row. Yeah. No. In one day. Yeah. Because I mean, you got to think about it. The simplest way to think about like cardio versus strength is, you know, cardio, Mm. if if your muscles are a place to store sugar, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have three tanks, like you have your liver, then you have your muscles. If you fill up your liver tank and you fill up your muscle tanks, and where is it? Where do the carbs go? They store as fat. We talked about this on multiple yeah. other things. So you think about that tank, and it's like carbo loading into your muscles. When you just do cardio, it's like dumping that tank, that muscle tank. But when you do strength, and when you're sore, and when Simone's like, "Hey, pick up your weights, and we're gonna use these weights, and we're gonna do some abs, and we're gonna like your legs are shaking, and you leave sore, and you're, when you're actually sore after that strength." training means that you've torn up muscles and you've increased the space or the strength of that tank. And so you can't just always be dumping your tanks of, like cardio is fine, but like the minute that workout is over, the only thing that, you know, that you've burned is whatever stored sugar is in that muscle versus strength training when you do the dance class or the tramp class and you're actually sore and you go to sit on the toilet or in a chair and you can barely sit down. (laughs) Like there is something to be said about that because- you're strengthening that tank and you're making more space for more sugar. And so excessive post-oxygen consumption and the actual afterburn of that class is longer than just mm. a cardio. So that's my only problem with like cardio junkies who never do anything yeah. that mm-hmm. increases the strength of that of their muscle tanks. Because it's like, we want to keep those muscles really insulin sensitive. We want to have as much space as humanly possible so you can have your cake and eat it too. Mm. And it also gives you more energy. Like keeping those muscles strong and lean on your body is your metabolism. And you got to keep it mm. revving. So does that kind of explain if someone does too much, uh, mm-hmm. too, like an excess of a cardio, that's why they're holding on to a little bit of, not a, a lot, just like a little bit of body fat, like in the like a gut area type body fat? Yeah, like, have you ever been cheering for people who run marathons, marathons yeah. and you're on the sideline <laughs> and you just watch and you're? I'm kind of like, okay, look, like they just basically put some sugar in their body and it goes into their muscles and they run. And then the minute they feel low on energy, they take one of those gels and they put it in their mouth. Those or they're, are nasty. They're constantly <laughs> fueling with carbohydrates, but their muscles aren't big enough to deal with it or they're not getting this afterburn, they're only getting, the only people you see with like long runner bodies are the people who are literally, with cardio, you have to be so much more consistent all the time than if you're getting a workout that makes you sore. Like if you've just started with like Body by Simone and you, 
the app or going to the class or whatever, and you go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and it's making you sore mm. enough to not work out on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you're still getting something out of it, like that's a really good sign because you're still burning versus cardio, you just have to be so consistent just to maintain and you're not getting that extra sure, burn. Sure. So yeah, I mean, basically any car- any cardio junkie who overdoes the carbohydrates is gonna store excess sugar as belly fat. Yeah. What happens when, so if you're sore and your muscles are kind of tearing and then you work on out, work them out again and you don't give them time to recover? Well, there is something to be said about um, overtraining. Mm-hmm. What I think is different about like something like a body by Simone versus mm-hmm. like a CrossFit is if someone's doing Olympic weightlifting and they have sort of like, I want to explain this, but we're on, they can't see me. Some dumbbells. Yeah. So if you have dumbbells, if you have dumbbells <laughs> and, you, and you're doing bicep curls mm-hmm. and you're starting from a 45 degree angle and you're closing your arms, mm. there's a very short distance. And so you can build up short, bulky muscles versus oh. if you're elongating all the way and straightening your arm all the way out from your shoulder all the way to your wrist, then you get the full length of that muscle and you can rip and tear without being bulky, which is sort of the benefit of, you know, a body by Simone class is yeah. because you're doing full range yeah. of movement, movement and that's what dancers do and that's what you see in Pilates and that's what you see in yoga and that's why those bodies look longer and leaner mm. than someone who grabs dumbbells and they're like, oh, I'm going to start lifting heavier and it's good to lift heavier, but like, can you lift heavy in full range of motion mm. versus are you lifting heavy? Mm. You know, you pick up the 25 pound weights and you go from Mm-hmm. I guess this is a 90 degree angle. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like yeah. a 90 degree <laughs> angle to completely close. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Everyone looked at me funny when I said 45. And I'm like, guys, I am not the trainer here. Will yeah. someone help? But you understand like a short yeah, distance versus so a full sense. long distance. So like there is some benefit of picking a workout that is mm. challenging your muscles, but in the full range of motion. Mm. And you get that with dance. Love that. So I'm obsessed with the resistance bands. Yeah. Because it's that so like good. eccentric and concentric contraction that you're getting from those. So it's like working the muscle both ways and like both to amazing. the full range of motion. Um, and they're so easy to pack. You can take them with you. Yeah. But uh, you can really like get a full body workout with them. They're great. Yeah. And if you don't have bands, there's, um, and you download the app, there's like a full package for mm. travel, like of bands that you can get to like oh, take cool. to your hotel yeah. room. Yeah. talk about the app. So what can people expect when they, when they buy the app and what kind of extra things that they can explore within the app day to day? So the app, the idea of it was that you would have Kelly and I in your pocket so you would have your trainer and your nutritionist with you at all times. So you set your objectives when you when you sign into the app, whether you're beginning intermediate advance, whether you want to trim, which is lose weight, or tone, which is strengthen. Um, you choose whether you want to do hit cardio, dance cardio, or both. And then you can choose like the days of the week that you want to work out. Now, based on that information, like as you would if you came to me in the studio for a private session, the app then gives you your recommended workout. So it would be like me inside the app saying, Mm -hmm. okay, Lindsay, this is what you're (laughs) going to do today. And it seamlessly gives you your workout with a warm-up and a cool-down. Wow. So that's one really cool aspect about it. It's like you have your own personal trainer with you. So I'm telling you, this is what I would recommend for you to do based on your objectives. The beauty about this is, you know, 
we all have a favorite muscle group, right? A body part that we we love on our bodies. Like I could do abs for days. Like mm-hmm. I could just do abs all day, every day. <laughs> but then I don't want to do butt or I don't want to do arms. So on other apps, you could, oh, I'll just skip that. I'll just skip those or I'll just look down on the library videos and just do the ones that I want to do. But these recommended workouts are me telling you, I know you don't like butt, but I'm <laughs> going to make you do butt. So you have I to do it. That. And then you get through the workout and you have to rate it. And based on, on the rating, it will then give you the next recommended workout for the next day based on, you know, on your feedback. Another cool aspect is there's a customized workout. So if you do want to just do 10 minutes, that's all you've got time for, Mm -hmm. which is another thing that I always like to stress. Just, you know, 10 minutes is fine. If you've got 10 minutes, do 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like don't say, oh, I won't work out today because I don't have time. 10 minutes is better than nothing. But then you can choose the muscle group or the body part that you want to work out for that 10 minutes, once again, with the warm up and cool down. And then the other part of the app, which I think is going to end up being the most loved part of the app, the most used is the live classes. So right now, every Saturday, you can join me in the West Hollywood studio and do a 55-minute live class with me. Cool. Literally like That's you're- the coolest thing ever. Like mm-hmm. you're there. Yeah. And wow. then, um, you know, then we'll have one from New York and one from LA and one from London and all the other studios that we have all over the world will come in wow. the time zone. Wow. And, you know, right now we're just doing dance cardio and I think I've added a couple of full bodies but that's all in there. And then you can track your progress. So there's like selfies where you can do um, mm-hmm. photo comparison, mm-hmm. you slide side to side, measurements. Eventually there'll be like a community where you can start to compare and like you can um, post on Instagram your body by Simone day one, you know, and then mm-hmm. where you are week 14. But then obviously then there's the, the nutrition side of it, which I'll let Kelly Yeah, explain. Yeah, so the nutri- nutrition, you can make the choice to you know, protein-based versus plant protein-based, depending on your lifestyle. So think like paleo, whole 30 versus like vegan vegetarian. And then once you make that choice, or you can be both, which I think is really interesting because most people are like, you're either vegan or vegetarian or you're Mm -hmm. Mm plant-based. When you do both, it's going to give you a mix, but every single one of those meals is fab four. And so it's actually, I mean, People ask me all the time, I'm vegan and vegetarian, how do I do the fab four? Well, it's really easy with the smoothies because you just pick a, a, a pea or a plant-based mm-hmm. protein. Um, but when you start to get into like lunch and dinner, they're like, well, what is considered like a fab four protein? And so you start to see those recipes pop up. And this is the first place that I've actually given vegetarian or vegan recommendations. Wow. So if there are people that are plant-based out there, this is a great way to kind of see mm. how I make those recommendations for clients. We lean a little bit fat heavier for um, those clients. Maybe they're using half an avocado. Maybe they're thinking about getting like a cashew cream sauce or a pesto on something. Um, and the same goes. Half your plate should be veggies no matter what side of the coin you're on. And in the app, you're going to get a breakfast, a lunch, a snack, and a dinner every single day. And so, yeah, a lot of content. Come on, yeah. <laughs> basically like aggregating all of like five or six years worth of. Because I'm not the sh- I'm not a chef, but like I've made recipes over the years that follow the Fab Four, and I'm constantly trying to like hone my skills in that. But everything's like quick and easy to make for the most part. That's wow. one thing that I'm that I like to pride myself on is it shouldn't be. This isn't a 45 minute casserole that you're making. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Because most of us don't have time for that. And we're just trying to get a 45 minute workout in or a 55 minute Mm -hmm. live class in. And then we're trying to like keep it clean. Mm -hmm. So what's your favorite recipe on there? What's what's a favorite recipe? 
that you can share with our girls? Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys know that I am so in love with my spa smoothie. So that's yes. in there, obviously. Um, but there's actually um, been some new recipes added. So I did a, a zoodle shrimp scampi that's in there that's I'm like cool that's done Delicious. in less than I like, saw that the other day mm. yeah it so I did post so that good. on my Instagram mm-hmm. it's done in like less than 10 minutes because mm. shrimp is two minutes aside mm. and like if you have a handheld zoodler which is six dollars mm-hmm. from Amazon I just rinse a, a zucchini and like you just screw it through the little handheld thing there's not like a big machine you set up it's you know a very small really? little it's the best tool that you can throw in a drawer and um, yeah you just like Add those to the pan, give it a stir, pour it on a plate. Protein, fat, fiber, olive oil, Is garlic, red pepper garlic. flakes. Mm. If someone does dairy, a little bit of grass fed butter or ghee. I'm but so hungry. Right I know. Now. Same. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, also, like, put what's on it? We've also put Kelly and Simone in a hot box right now. Yeah. So, as you know, our studio gets a little warm when yeah. the air conditioning <laughs> isn't warm. running. Thermogenesis. So, yes. All yes. burning. All of this. This is a red red. Yeah, it's an infrared <laughs> sauna. <laughs> I wanted to ask you um, about what happens when you drink alcohol to your body. Oh, this is a little bit different, but yeah, totally. This is a personal question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our girls asked it in the group. Um, yeah. So, well, um, so when you drink alcohol, mm-hmm. it's metabolized in your liver. The metabolism of alcohol creates free radicals that are aldehyde. So basically like formaldehyde. These are toxins that our body needs to neutralize with free rad- or with antioxidants mm-hmm. and they don't make us feel great. So there are specific things inside of alcohol other than alcohol, toxins like conjugars, which can increase your hangover and make you feel even worse. Conjugars are non-existent in vodka. They're clear. Clear vodka or clear alcohols mm-hmm. don't have as much conjugars as say like a dark, I don't even know someone like a rum, like yeah, a dark rum, like or a, a whiskey, Jack Daniels or something mm-hmm. like that. The darker you go, the higher something is in conjugars. So that's something that your body has to deal with as well. And when it comes to different types of alcohol, like wine, you might have more fructose, which also needs to be metabolized in the liver. But when you think about metabolism of anything in the liver, whether it's fructose or alcohol, there's only a certain amount of it that can stay in the liver. And um, unfortunately, if it doesn't fit in the liver your body starts creating, it goes through a process to create lipolysis, which is creation of new fat cells. That's sort of why, uh, you know, if, if I have a client who's worried about body composition and they, but they really want to drink alcohol, I would say like, like, can we keep it to one or two? And can you maybe stick to like a Blanco tequila or a, a clear high quality vodka? And more distilled yeah. it is, the more you're removing um, byproducts and toxins. So, uh, so yeah, and it's, it's, dehi- it's a little bit dehydrating. Mm. And what happens when your body metabolizes alcohol is your liver has to give away a lot of vitamins like vitamin C. Um, so you have the depletion of vitamins. So whenever you look at the hangover stuff, mm-hmm. hangover pills, you're going to see that they're just pretty much like a bunch of vitamins. And those are the vitamins that for the most part, your liver is donating to deal with the metabolism mm. of alcohol. Wow. Okay. And what did you recommend um, for those that love wine? I know... Ah. Uh, there's just like lower fructose options. So if you like wine, if you're, if you're a wino, if you will, (laughs) um, I would hit up the organic section of Whole Foods or Erwan, or if you're a Trader Joe's junkie, um, they all kind of have a little section where they're, where they have like organic, uh, wines and, um, they might say like no sulfites added organic, 
a couple of brands that I really like at Whole Foods are Fry and Bonaterra. Mm. Uh, they're organic. They're not adding fructose. They're not adding sulfites. They're using traditional winemaking techniques to make their wines. Um, if you're a super big wino and it's like a really serious situation that we're dealing with, then I might say like join the wine club Dry Farm Wines because those are, especially if they really, if they really care about the way their wine tastes because that's going to source wine from traditional winemakers all over the world. Yeah. So Spain, France, and those are, that's, that's 100% organic, no fructose added, no sulfites added and no pesticides. Okay. So yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're at Trader Joe's, this company is called, the company or the bottle I buy is called Well Red. And it's R, spelled like R-E-A-D. Okay. And there's like, I think a person reading a book on the front. Something <laughs> oh, like that. Right. Let me take that note. <laughs> so Chloe just stepped in. Chloe Money just stepped in. Hi. Hey. Went it's been a while. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. But since Squarespace ads. Yeah. Oh my. Um, that um, was fun. Lindsay went to Soul Legend. Um, so we're just going to keep on going with the ladies. But Chloe Money was basically the impetus because we know that our girls love Kelly. But mm-hmm. we also wanted to meet Simone because yeah. I've taken a lot of the classes at Body by Simone. Yeah. Um, okay. I had a question for you, Simone. Workouts for your butt. I feel like butts are so popular right now. Yeah. Like, What's a good booty workout? I mean, honestly, the good old-fashioned squat, mm. there's nothing better than that. Air squats or? Um, I mean, you know, you can get fancy and do the jump squats. Obviously, that's going to get your heart rate up. But just literally, you know, or the ball, um, like the wall set is just a great way. Like, have like 10 pounds on each okay. hand, have the ball in the, in the middle of your back, slide down like you're going to sit down, just hold, just static hold, quads, hamstring, glutes on fire. And then hold for like five seconds, come up, squeeze your glutes at the top of your range and hold and back down again. There's so many different exercises you can do. I think the squat is like, it's basic, it's simple. You can do it anywhere. It's effective, obviously the weighted squat. Um, But I like, you know, we add in ankle weights and do like Jane Fonda-esque inspired, you know, booty lifts. Mm -hmm. The trouble is I see so many people doing these now, you know, it's on like every fitness magazine and every video and you just have to make sure that you're using the correct form. Like Mm -hmm. people like tilting their pelvis or using the momentum and swinging their legs up. It's like Mm -hmm. the point is you're supposed to fire from your glutes and from your hamstrings and that's, you know, what lifts your legs. So just, I really say to people, really, you know, get a mirror in your house. If you're working out at home, have a mirror so you can see your form because often you think you're doing something correctly and then you look and you're like, nope, that's mm-hmm. not it. <laughs> Actually, know? yeah, going off that, I totally, I was j- noticing it and I have I was a dancer for eight years mm-hmm. and that's why I really love your class. Um, you. And Yeah, you were in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trampoline. I was like, yeah. it's like, I, I'm so addicted to the uh, trampoline. Yeah. It's so fun. I literally, mm-hmm. it's my like release for the day. I'm mm-hmm. like, I will listen to whatever they play and just like, be a freak for yeah. 60 minutes <laughs> and like not care. I'm like, sorry, I'm like here. Mm-hmm. But I had a question about form. So in terms of a lot of different types of workouts do this. So this kind of can be just applicable to a lot of things. So like in terms of like bar and um, a lot of the moves that you do in terms of strengthening, not so much cardio, but um, people really get into their hips mm-hmm. and get into their upper body. Mm-hmm. And I do that. And I'm mm-hmm. trying, I read an article about it. So that's why it kind of caught my attention. I'm like, wow, I am really doing that. Because people, like you said, dancers, it comes from your core mm-hmm. and every, your limbs just kind of move with it. Mm-hmm. So I just like have a question about why, you know, how can you spot that and how can you improve that? I mean, ultimately you said mirrors, but 
especially in classes. Like how can you catch yourself when you know you're doing that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the positions are what I call like tabletop positions. So you're like mm-hmm. wrists underneath your shoulders, your knees are underneath your hips. So just starting off with the perfect alignment is really important as well. Often people, you know, their hands are too far away. They've got no support there. So then they're putting strain in the neck. Their knees are further back. So then they're tilting their pelvis. They've got pain in their lower back. So it's really like trying to get that form first correctly. And then like drawing the navel towards the spine. You know, I always say, yes, your navel is having a love affair with your spine and it wants mm-hmm. to kiss it and it wants to come close to it. Um, I think, you know, as we get tired, we're not focusing on our form. You know, your, your belly is going to, that's the first thing that's going to go or you're going to slouch into your shoulders and then you're going to have neck pain. So I think it's constantly just being on top of on top of that, obviously having a great teacher or a great trainer who's going to um, you know, point out to you that, you know, you need to correct your form, mm-hmm. looking at the mirrors and then just taking some time out and taking a break. Like if you feel you're getting fatigued, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, stop, roll out your shoulders, roll out your wrists, you know, and then go back into it again. You don't, there's no, you know, no medal for someone who goes all the way through but has like terrible form. So just, yeah. you know, I think stopping's okay. Yeah, that's definitely something I've seen like I think I have a problem. It's almost like ego because mm-hmm. you you want to keep going yeah. and mm. but then your form gets bad and you're mm. like I'm still gotta go. But I I have a problem with that and I think that's a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. I mean that's the thing about group classes, isn't it? You want to keep up with the person next to you, mm-hmm. and that's why like if you have the time, sometimes like the one on one private training is really great because it's teaching you the tools that then you can then take into class and be like, oh, you know, Simone told me to pull back from my lats, pull my shoulders down, elongate my neck, you know, um, soften my knees so I'm not locking my knees. Just simple little things like that that you can really work on, you know, the correct kinetic chain, mm-hmm. focusing on those things. And then you can take that into class and self-correct. Love it. Love it. You guys, so, you know, you guys, when you guys first met, you kind of knew, like, you were like, okay, this girl's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, we get along, you know, you get on, like when you meet someone that's cool. And you guys talked about, and you guys both are, you know, everyone knows you as being hustlers. Like, what does that mean to you? Like, what does being someone that hustle means to you? Well, I think you just look at, like, Simone sleeping mm-hmm. in her studio. I mean, like, <laughs> so I mean, true. it's just kind of, I think uh, you're just resilient and you're not overwhelmed by the work. You're just like, yeah, that's a lot of work, but, like, I really want it. And you want it more than you don't want it or more than the pain and annoyance of like whatever, because no matter whatever job you have, like there are points when it's going to feel like work or you have a deadline or you have to travel and be on a plane for a long time or, you know, but what you love, like I love sitting down with a client and talking to them about like what's going on in their life. Like Simone loves dancing and making people, you know, helping people dance and like feel good in their body. So it's like we both have, I think, that passion behind it and I mean, when I first started, it was a three-year side hustle. Like, I was changing from being in scrubs at Cedar sinai Hospital <laughs> and talking amazing. to doctors <laughs> to running across the street to Coffee Bean, putting on jeans and a blazer and sitting down like everything was fine with my <laughs> nutrition clients, you know? So, and I think a lot of people, when forced with the, you know, the choice of, it's so-and-so's birthday on Saturday, but I've booked people on Saturday because this is what I really want. And like making the sacrifice for the career that you want and the life that you want, it it just, there's a lot of those. And, you know, we you get your fair share of FOMO and you work late nights, but then eventually everything sort of catches up 
And then the hustler in us would probably be like, oh, everything's cruising. We should do, do something, something hard. Else. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Got a couple of days off. Yeah. <laughs> we create something new. Yeah. And I think it's like funny because the minute you have that lull of like, okay, then you ask yourself what's next. Yeah. And you, it just, once you have the idea of something and you put it out in the universe and you say, I'm going to create an app or I'm going to write a book or I'm going to open another studio or I'm going to, you know, whatever you're going to, sh- it, it, it's not going to anymore. It's like when you say it out loud, you're manifesting it. And then you're just, you just go into the, a hustler goes into the mode of action of like, okay, well, what are the steps to make this happen? I got to call an app developer. I got to call my literary agent. I got to, you know, sit down with this client or call this brand or do whatever it is that you're doing to make it happen instead of just writing it in a journal and manifesting it Mm -hmm. takes action. And so Mm -hmm. don't think about like something as like, because the app took 15 months, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. And so if you think things are going to happen fast, the hustler mentality is to chop it up into little itty bitty steps Mm -hmm. and then wake up 15 months later and be like, oh my God, (laughs) we have an app. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of feeling the gargantuan whale that you have to eat. Yeah, being like, okay, we need to do an app that's going to take 15 months. Yeah. Yeah, I loved what you said and I completely agree. It's the short decision time. So I don't take, or I feel like a lot of people, you know, successful people like yourselves, don't take a lot of time in your decision-making because you trust your gut, you trust your instinct and you trust you're going to do what you're going to do. So mm. it's like, okay, we want to make an app and you kind of think about it for maybe a little bit, but you're not going to ask all your friends or, you know, kind of like source a bunch of different opinions and be like, should I make an app? Like do all this stuff. You're like, I'm going to do this, you do it. But then again, too, there's the um, small actions too. So it's an interesting balance between being patient and understanding that there's so many small actions that make the great success or the end product of what you're doing. But then again, there's like the shortened decision-making time within it. Mm. I think it's the shortened decision-making time really that keeps your momentum. Mm -hmm. I think the minute someone says like, well, I'm going to source, you know, bids from 10 different app developers. It's like, if you have a friend that's done an app and you trust that friend and it's been successful for them and maybe another one, then source two bids, feel those people out and realize that just because you've had sunk costs in something, like I think people are always afraid. And I mm-hmm. use the example of my husband all the time who was a lawyer and paid all this money to go to law school and then decided he didn't and want to be best, a- has the best Instagram on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I went in a rabbit hole the other day and I meant to tell you, I meant to like text you and I was like, this is the greatest Instagram I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> Honestly, the greatest, like, this is about the farmer's market with the two farmer couple. I know. Too much. Know. Be bad by Chris's life. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but like you look at something mm-hmm. where a lot of people will put money into something and then, or they'll make a decision like, he decided not to be a lawyer. Okay, great. Decide not to be a lawyer now. Find something else that you're going to be do, do and be passionate about and then put your effort into it. The same, like, a little decision for me. It was like, I had a professional website built for lots of money. And then it wasn't mobily optimized. And I had editors being like, we can't link to your website because it's not mobily optimized. And I was like, F it. I got on Squarespace and built a website in a weekend and it's not custom or whatever, but like I figured it out. And so you just, you don't let those things that go wrong stop you. You just have to keep moving forward. Yes. Don't operate from fear. I think that's the main thing. Just be fearless because mm-hmm. what have you got to lose? Yeah. Like, oh, I made a mistake. I learned from that. Move on. Like, people sometimes are so frightened to make a mistake that they don't even allow themselves to get there. So Yeah. 
well, look at you. Like she said, she's her hands shaking. She's signing the lease in New York. Like, you know how many people <laughs> don't sign a lease in New York? Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. Well, what was the worst thing that was going to happen? Yeah. She, it, people weren't going to show up at her studio and weren't going to dance. And a couple months at, uh, of lease money would have gone by and she would have been like, I have to break my lease. Mm-hmm. You know? But that fear also like, or the kind of like the fire of like, well, you have this lease to pay. Also put some pressure behind you of being like, let's get some girls in the door. I'll sleep at the studio. I don't need to pay someone to clean the toilets. Mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah. yeah. Like you talked about failures. Like, do you, can you remember a failure that you've had that? I've got the worst memory. Um, Same, I do too. It's actually. really bad. It's, it's the weirdest thing. Like, it's kind of a weird thing. I think it's like, a, I, I know I have this a bad memory too. Mm. And I, I don't know if it's, I'm just so forward focused. Yeah. Well, I, I think, well, yeah, I don't think it's a negative thing because yeah. like all we are trying to do is be present. And I mm. think that's one good thing. I'm, one thing I'm really good at is just okay. living in the present. Like I'm just here right now, even though I like tomorrow is like crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, going back to memory. So I've had failures. I can't tell you right off the top of my head now what they are, but I remember going, okay. I think actually, you know, like hiring staff, that was that was a huge thing. Like well, mm. I've got like 45 staff now, 44 of them are women and I love them all, but they are so much work. And they, mm-hmm. the, one of the hardest things of, of my job is managing the staff and managing their expectations and their needs. And, you know, of course, no one's going to work as hard for you as you because it's your brand, but you're putting your trust in these people and, you know, um, naturally it's going to happen. You build them up. They get to a place where they want to be a star and then they leave, you know, and then you're left with like, oh, like my babies have gone, you know. Mm, Um, So not that they're failures, but they're definitely challenges. And I think a lot of the challenges are just, you know, dealing with with staff in general. I can imagine. Mm. They've all got their own own things going on. Yeah. Each of their own little worlds. Yeah, they're like, I've got an audition tomorrow. I'm like, but you're supposed to be teaching two classes. Yeah. (laughs) What are we going to do? (laughs) What's your guys' self-care routines like right now? What are you guys? I love that. I know. (laughs) (laughs) For me right now, it's really finding time. I still have to find a time to work out. Like I still, even if it's, even it's like, bye, I'm leaving the apartment. I'm walking as fast as I can, listening to a podcast to like move or doing the app or, yeah, you know, like running to a yoga class or doing whatever it takes to like just move a little bit. Most of it's like short stuff. I really don't have time to like be in classes right now. So it's like the app or I'm like, I need to go outside and I walk around. Mm-hmm. And that's like, okay, that's what I'm I'm doing right now. And like really trying to get myself in bed a little bit earlier and be aware of the time on a regular routine when I'm not up against a hard deadline. I mean, it is like I like that first more. I like that morning. I'm like, get up, work out, have my smoothie, write my to-do list, prioritize it. It's not like I send this person an email, send that person an email. It's like, what is the biggest, highest, most priority thing that I want to get done today? Mm-hmm. And just kind of having that clarity around that and not being reactive, being really proactive when I can. Damn, that's a good one. What about you, lady? Uh, for me, because I give so much of my energy, like on one-on-ones and in class, I feel really depleted. So by the oh, time sure. I get to Sunday, I have one day off, which is Sunday. By the time I get to Sunday, I'm absolutely ruined. So for me, it's just like silence. Like it, that's through meditation. Mm. That's through sleep. I, I could sleep forever. I'm a bit of a loner. So, you know, I'll see my friends for brunch or whatever, but I just 
have some, my, I call it shush time. Mm. And it's just my stillness and my quiet because, you know, I need to replenish my energy. Meditation, yoga, just eating well, mm. simple things like going to the farmer's market and then getting excited about doing meal prep for the week, finding some show on Netflix that you mm. can just mm-hmm. put your feet up and just stare oh at God, so I you know. can be mindless <laughs> about. Totally. You know, that sounds so good right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. You want to yeah. do it now, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Do. 10 more days, yeah. 10 more days. Yeah. <laughs> after oh, this is the carrot. Yeah. It's almost I feel the shush time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like I was I was listening to Amy Schumer on Oprah's podcast mm-hmm. and she was saying like- Oh, how the, was that? It was fantastic. Was it good? Oh, it was fantastic. She's cool. Um, and her movie, the new one that I feel pretty was so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, very good. cheeky, but real um, on so many levels. And she said- the only place, well, Amy said, like, the only place you can find me at a party is in the bathroom, like, hiding. And I was like, same. Yeah. <laughs> but Oprah was like, oh, I'll join you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was like, that's definitely, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you too, it's just like the energy thing. You know, I yes. can imagine, that's with teaching. I mean, when we do, even do, when we do events or something like that, I am like, I'm. it's almost like I'm, sometimes I just get really low. Mm-hmm. Like I am on such a high, you know, I want to like, I'm worrying about everyone. You know, you do so many events too. I'm worried about their happiness and you know, how they're feeling that it's almost so much that I get home and I kind of feel like I'm working on it, being a better at receiving the mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. normally I would just like- Give. Give. And that, and I'm not even saying that like I'm amazing, but I would just give and I wouldn't receive. So now I'm consciously receiving and that's really helped. Mm. But I can imagine, you know, doing those classes. It's hard because it's physically demanding, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So yeah, you really do. Uh, by the end of the day, by four o'clock, mm. I'm just like, no, yeah, like, do not talk to me. Like, do not call me. Yes. Nothing. Just like, if you didn't have to lead, remember the moves and could just dance. It'd be so different. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, what pumps you guys up? Like, what do you guys do to like get? Ready, like get motivated, like do mm. like you posted something the other day and it was like put on gangster rap and like write <laughs> out. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like I like I'm such a conundrum. I'm like a <laughs> California surfer girl who <laughs> listens to country music and gangster rap. <laughs> so people are, like, the above. people are like what? And I'm like, Yeah, you can find me like at stagecoach or like blasting Jay Z with like so, my windows down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's funny, but I would ab- absolutely say that like music definitely mm-hmm. gets me going a really good workout. Like nothing, I don't know, nothing releases mm-hmm. endorphins. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you can have like six cups of coffee, but like if I get a good workout in and sit down to write an article, I can bang it out in mm-hmm. 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. the best. I love that. Yeah, mine would be working out, mm-hmm. but I start at 6 a.m. So my obsession at the moment is the jump rope. Like, really? It's just cool. like, it can get your heart rate up, you know, so quickly, like mm. in 60 seconds. Yeah. So, but then you just like, that feels like a cup of coffee. You're like, yeah, let's go. Oh, <laughs> mm. just one last thing on, before we talk about what you guys are excited about this year on the silence thing. In the car now, I don't listen to music mm-hmm. or podcasts. Mm-hmm. And that's been really nice for me, you know, just because normally I'm a, I consume so much content just because I'm really um, obsessed with learning as much as I can. And just sitting in the car with nothing is really nice. Yeah. Like, it's kind of odd. you like, should I be doing this? Like, I should have some music on. It's yeah. Like, no, just you're, not, you're not filling space. You yeah. know, sometimes mm. I always get in the car. I'm like, I need to distract. And I'm not mm-hmm. even, no, like mm-hmm. I'm not even like knowing that I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. It's so subconscious. 
And like, I've saw, I started doing that too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm kind of like talking to it. myself sometimes. I'm like checking in. Okay. What are you ladies excited about this year besides the app? The book. You're going to be done with the book. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. When does this podcast come out? <laughs> Probably after you're done with the deadline. Okay. So, you finished the book. Yeah. So, <laughs> submitted so, it. Yeah. I'll be like editing it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But, yeah. So, I have a. Oh, I guess I'll I guess I'll, I'll go I'll throw that in there. Um, yeah, so I'll be editing the book probably yeah for a couple of months after my deadline, mm-hmm. and then it'll come out in January. And so I guess if people listen to your podcast, they'll find out first. But um, I'm due. I'm pregnant. <laughs> my <first kid>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> the beautiful Kelly who said I want to have all my husband's beautiful babies because I love them so much. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm like, I just want to clone myself and do it all right now oh. and then just be like, there. Yeah, I want to have them all be five years old. Yeah, because I'm like, this takes a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so yeah, so we got pregnant in January and I'm due October 4th. Yeah. 10-4, so affirmative. Libra, Libra, Libra. Baby. <laughs> got, got a little balanced babe on its way. Yeah, um, so balanced. Not finding out what we're having. So that at the moment is sort of like the topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think it's a girl today or a boy today? <laughs> um, but to be honest with you, I know this is weird. I was like telling my mom, mm-hmm. she's like, so how is everything going? And like, yeah. how are you feeling? I'm like, well, I don't feel the baby yet. And um, I'm not totally showing yet other than like just sort of feeling bloated. And so I'm at this place where I'm like, am I pregnant? I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like still in work mode and I, and I feel fine. And so I think like when I'm bigger and when the baby's kicking, then I'll be really in it. I'm not trying not to focus on it. It's just that I have a lot going on. So, mm-hmm. um, How have but- you felt physically? I had a couple of weeks where I was like not feeling so great, but um, there's been some studies on B6. So um, a B6 deficiency can cause pretty bad nausea. And so when I read that, I talked to my OBGYN and she's like, you can take up to 25 milligrams. And I started taking 25 milligrams of B6 and it went away in 48 hours. So cool. I was cool. That's so nice. cool. You do your own research. You bring it yeah. in. That's so cool. Yeah. Do you think that's like in general, if people are feeling nauseous, that that would be the case or just specifically yeah. if you're pregnant? I think I'm not really sure. Mm. I mean, it's a good thing to it's a good thing to try. I mean, I can check out some research yeah. for you if you feel if you feel like there are times when you feel nauseous. No, I have a client that's mm. been saying that she's nauseous in the mornings and I'm, really, yeah, and she's older, so yeah. I mean, B6 is a common deficiency. Mm. If she's been having a hard time losing weight, B6 can be something. If someone's deficient in, then we have a hard time losing weight, and most people attribute weight loss to B12, mm. like Lindora and all those weight loss clinics will inject people with B12 shots, right? Those are like. Wow. But B6 is up there too. Mm, so she might want to, you might want to try her with like metabolic synergy before maybe midday. It's like a multivitamin and mm-hmm. it has a good amount of B6. Um, and then see see how that works. Because okay. I think that would be a good yeah, that's try. That's you told Lindsay mm-hmm. to get. Yeah. She has that. Yeah. Because it's cellular energy in the production. And it really, it, it just makes sure that you have like um, minerals like zinc and selenium, and then it gets your, your B vitamins up there. And B vitamins are synthesized by gut bacteria. So if you have like bad, pro- you know, if you're mm-hmm. kind of like gut issues too, it can um, be lower. You know, people mm-hmm. always just think everything's coming from your food. And it's like, yes, there's precursors in all of your food, but like you have to assimilate that into your body. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so really fast. Sorry. Can you take too many probiotics? Um, the only time I have people really like overdosing 
prebiotics is if they find out they have something called SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. So probiotics, a lot of times there's a lot of die off with probiotics Mm -hmm. um, where they're dying either from hydrochloric acid in your stomach acid, um, not really making it to your gut bacteria, but like the dead little bugs are food for your bacteria. So it's Mm -hmm. sort of like you're eating fiber. So unless that you're like in the bathroom all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, wish. I, yeah. <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be okay. <laughs> okay. It's so funny. I feel like I, well, I like, it was, I had my friend come visit me this weekend and my friends and I always joke that when we, cause we go on trips and stuff and we're like, oh my God, we never poop. Like, yeah. and I'm always do. And I'm like, I'm like, just, just very explicit. So yeah. everyone, this is, I am probably We're going so to be lucky. single for a long time. Um, after <laughs> people hear this. Um, but like, I, because I'm very like, like efficient with my vitamin intake. And I always take magnesium before bed. Yeah. And I take a good amount and that keeps me like regular. Mm-hmm. And every time my friends come see me, like visit me, they're like, Chloe, like what, what's that one thing you gave me? And I always just give them magnesium and they're mm-hmm. like, it worked. It's yeah. so like simple, like things like that. But be sick. Trufala, I like too. Mm-hmm. For helping to poop. <laughs> Magnesium is my go-to. We should just have yeah. a poop episode. Yeah, yeah. we should. Drink we need to get a I think expert. it's a trending topic. I really do. I completely agree. I think if you Googled it and like looked at how many people were like looking it up, I think it would be pretty high. Um, what about you, yeah. lady? Um, I guess professionally, you know, still promoting the app and just mm-hmm. seeing really where we can go with this because it's just early days. Mm-hmm. So for me, the idea of just being able to hit like countries, because one of my philosophies, my missions is that, you know, exercise shouldn't be a privilege and having this knowledge that we're giving to people shouldn't be a privilege. And so we it's a quite, you know, a cheap price what we're offering all of this information. So I want, you know, for the cost of one class, actually less than one class, mm-hmm. you can get all of this knowledge and have all of the tools to be, you know, get yourself on the on the road to your transformation. So I think for me, the dream of trying to just help as many people and reach as many people as we can with this app, and that's the beauty about online content is that you can do that. Um, I'm looking at a space in London next week. I'm going to London. Yeah. So, so you're going to say space in Venice. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to go around the world yeah. first before yeah. she yeah. puts oh, one like come two back. miles from her. Yeah. Yeah. And then just on a personal level, just spending time with loved ones and family and just travel. I just love to travel. So I'm actually doing something on Saturday and I'm going to Dublin to like 6,000 people. It's like on a stage teaching some exercise. So that just gets me jived. I just love the fact that people, you know, everyone energy coming together to to do something for themselves. 6,000 people. BBS on crack. Yeah. I know. I know. It'll be cold with two accents. Dublin, yeah. Be outside in the cold. Yeah, and rainy. Yeah, probably. I'm thinking about the Shoot, moves honey. with like the wind. I'm like, oh, I would definitely get knocked over. Yeah. Well, it's not too windy, but. Well, it's so funny. It's like, will we have a Guinness first or after the workout? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's amazing. Well, anything we could do to help you. Seriously. Besides, yeah. You know. I mean, just spread the word about the app. I think, yeah. you know, you can actually download it for free. Perfect. You can get five five 10-minute workouts. So you can get an upper body, lower body, core, hit cardio and dance cardio for free. So that's basically, mm-hmm. that adds up cool. to 50 minutes. So you just get to try a little bit of everything. Yeah, you can get yeah, a meal plan for free, like a whole day. Um, I think we're working on trying to give like 10 minutes or 15 minutes free of a streamed class so you can cool. actually see what that's like. Just but yeah, just down, download it. It's $20 for the month. It's got so much great information, such great content. Um, it really is like you are basically getting the Hollywood Dream Team in your pocket sure, for $20. Honestly. 
So. Yeah, I think that I think that that people need to know that they can take a look at it without having to purchase it, mm-hmm. and so that's I think um, you know just having people give it a give it a look, mm. like bring it down on your mm-hmm. phone, see what the quality is, because I mean I remember when I saw the beta of this thing, it was like, oh my god. Simone is in HD dancing. Like <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, obviously I like up until now have had people be like, well, I want to work out at home. Do you know any YouTube channels? Do you know any mm. apps? And then like you get into something, some of the other apps and it's just like a mechanic drawn figure and a oh, countdown clock. And I'm like, that is not motivating at all. Like I need a person, I need yeah. people. And well, so yeah. you yeah. get that one-on-one with Simone in the video portion of the dancing or, you know, the live with, if you like really want to see like a whole class of people mm-hmm. dancing and you get excited by group fitness. And you get your recipes, like food yeah. like recipes that you, you get love. Kelly. You yeah. get yeah. Kelly. <laughs> I mean, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, and vegan vegetarian mm-hmm. recipes. Yeah, and you can save and favorite stuff. So you can favorite cool. your favorite workouts. Mm. You can favorite your favorite meals. And the way that we, the way that I built every single recipe is that they're completely interchangeable. All cool. the dinners are interchangeable. All the lunch are interchangeable. All the breakfast and like it isn't, you know, we're giving people so much variety when it comes to workouts, and we're giving people so much variety when it comes to nutrition. But it is true that people are creatures of habit. So mm. like if you don't feel intimidated to make the same smoothie every day or you don't feel intimidated, you took this 55-minute live class and you want to take it every day this week, like, do it. Mm-hmm. Just get it done. Mm-hmm. True. Love that. Well, you ladies are a true dream. Yay. So excited mm-hmm. for your app. Thank you. For both of you. Mm-hmm. So excited for your little one. <laughs> so yeah. excited that we got to share. It was too much. <laughs> yeah. I am so happy for you and Chris. You guys are just going to be, you're going to be the best mom. Yeah. I can't wait for your mom tips. <laughs> I'm sure Chris will be like, that kid's not allowed on your Instagram. Oh, <laughs> he likes to hide out. And so I'm sure he'll want. That's always the question with significant others, yeah. babies. All that. I don't know. I'm into the privacy thing. 100%. That's sort of why I'm like, hey, I'm halfway I'm halfway through this pregnancy yeah. and a lot of people don't know. I, know. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. People like, do you have a boyfriend? There was, like, yeah, I keep him in hiding. Yeah. <laughs> <There> was, <laughs> this quote, I'm going to close out with this because mm-hmm. this is so good. Um, so, Meg Ryan was like at this festival in Austin or something. And I think Busy Phillips was interviewing her. Mm-hmm. Did you see this? You I saw, I follow Busy um, on yeah, Instagram. So, so she posted this line that Meg Ryan said, and it was like, the most expensive thing in the world is mystery. And I was like, wow. Because yeah. like, I'm just, and that's what, and that's definitely, Into I think it. you yeah. have more peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Into it. It's like, mm. everybody needs to know everything. Yeah. So, I struggle with that. That's a really big struggle for me is how much to share, how much to not share. I think it's a problem. It's going to be a problem for all these kids, like all these kids growing up in the social media world. Like I got Facebook when I was a senior in college. Mm. You know, I mean, that's like crazy for some people. I didn't have a wedding hashtag. I don't, I got an Instagram five years ago. That's so sad to think about. Like that's like dumb. Like, you know what I mean? Like like, it's like, that doesn't matter. Well, that's the thing is it's like my memories are my my memories and they're in my brain and they're protected and they're they're sacred in a certain way. And no, no one else's hashtagging of their memory in my memory is tainting that memory. And I think that's pretty cool. So, so true. Keep it, keep everything on the DL unless it's the app and <laughs> oh, then we're yes. blowing it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't find that, but everything else is on the app. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank yeah. you, ladies. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Check cool. the show notes. We will link the app there and then we will link 
everything for these wonderful so women. So excited to and share. Come it. take Body by Simone with us in LA. Yes. I go, like, too. I go like yeah, three we times go all a the week. Holla. Go yeah. tomorrow. You are? Yeah. Nice. Um, Okay, guys. Join our secret Facebook group. Thanks for writing reviews. um, And we will see you on tour coming up in the next couple weeks. So you can check our website for that. And we love you. Bye. Bye. How'd you like that little switcheroo in that interview? Did anyone notice? What? (laughs) That I became Chloe. Oh my (laughs) gosh, Chloe became me. That was a pretty quick switch. That was rude. So sorry about that, guys. But um, how about that? Kelly and Simone. Two um, lovely ladies. About time two powerhouses come mm-hmm. together and create the ultimate app. If you guys haven't tried the app, you should try mm-hmm. it. It's actually really, really good. We've been doing it actually on the road. We mm-hmm. are um, on tour now. So Kristen and I are doing it up. On clear, tour. Clear, clear in the, the hotel living room. I know. <laughs> Getting down. This is not good for my summer bod. <laughs> this tour. Thank God I have this app. Um, thanks so much for listening, guys. We love you. Join yeah. our secret Facebook group See if you, you haven't already. See you at the already. event in July. Yeah. With uh, Kelly. Yeah, July 25th um, at Sage Wellness on Abikini. So if you haven't already, go to almost30podcast.com, uh, click on the events tab and you can get tickets there. We're so excited to see you. So is she. She's so pumped. She's so sweet. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can't wait to see your listeners. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Love her. All right, guys. See you on the road. <laughs> see you on the road, see man. See you on the road. I'm putting up my, my horns. Deuces. Deuces and my horns. Deuces, y'all. <laughs> See you next week. Love ya. Love ya. No, 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 no,